Hello, and welcome to The Goldmine, where you can find new investment insights from your favorite financial writers every day. Hi, I'm Barry Ritholtz, and this is Peter Lynch is the GOAT. Who is the GOAT? One investor is your pick for the greatest of all time? Many people will say Warren Buffett, whose annual letter came out this weekend. If the category were best and longest tenured investor, I'd have to agree with you. If your metric is highest overall returns by any means possible, then the short-term algorithmic training medallion fund developed by Jim Simons at Renaissance Technologies is the clear winner. Rentech's spectacular track record, however, is in trading, not investing. In terms of pure stock picking, my choice for the greatest long-term track record would have to be Peter Lynch. At the MIT Sloan Annual Investment Conference last week, I had the privilege of hosting a fireside chat with Lynch, who is now vice chairman of Fidelity Investments. We chatted for 40 minutes, not nearly enough time, discussing his many investing, stock picking, and market timing mornings. None of those would be unfamiliar to anyone who's read any of Lynch's three best-selling books. Over the course of 13 years, Lynch turned Fidelity's Magellan Fund into the world's biggest and best-known mutual fund. Along the way, he changed how we think about stock picking, invented GARP, or growth at a reasonable price, he encouraged millions of investors to manage their own portfolios, and changed what it meant to be a fund investor. He also changed Boston-based Fidelity Investments from a pretty successful fund family into a full-blown financial powerhouse. Lynch's statistics are what makes the case for him as the GOAT, the greatest of all time. When he took over the Magellan Fund in May of 1977, it was hardly known, managing barely $20 million. Over the next 13 years, from 1977 to 1990, Lynch helped drive Magellan to the top of the return tables. He averaged 29.7% per year over those 13 years, beating the S&P 500 in 11 of 13 years all the while never having a down year. With Lynch as its manager, Magellan outperformed 99% of all mutual funds. By 1983, it became the single largest mutual fund in the world. Approximately one out of every 100 Americans benefited in some form from Lynch's success. When we sat down to chat, Lynch shared some of his favorite thoughts with us. On corporate management, Lynch laughs that, Quote, I always hear people telling me, hey, this company has great management. That's why you should own it. To him, management may be important, but the underlying business is even more important. Why? Lynch says, take Lee Iacocca or Bill Gates or Elon Musk and put them in charge of Sears or JCPenney. You still would have had a miserable outcome. At the same time, any competent executive could have run Toys R Us as it expanded from 20 stores to 400, or Starbucks as it expanded from 20 to 300 to 3,000. Lynch observes, a great business is one that any fool can run, because eventually, one will. The fool will eventually, quote, was soon borrowed with permission by Warren Buffett, whom Lynch calls the greatest investor of all time. One day, he's working at home in 1989, and his daughter Annie answers the phone. 
Dad, there's a Mr. Buffett on the phone. Lynch just assumed it was one of his colleagues playing a goof on him. He answers to hear that suddenly familiar twang. Hey, Peter, this is Warren Buffett from Omaha. I just read your book. It's great. There's a wonderful quote in here. My annual report is due in three weeks. Can I use it? Lynch says it took Buffett barely seven seconds to get all that out. The quote Buffett wanted to borrow was something Lynch had said repeatedly in the past. Quote, getting rid of your great companies and holding on to your losers is like watering the weeds and cutting the flowers, unquote. Buffett charmed Lynch, adding, if you ever come to Nebraska and don't visit me in Omaha, your name will be mud. Your name will be mud all over Nebraska. The two of them have had a long-standing relationship ever since, and Buffett has borrowed, with permission, a number of Lynch's favorite lines. We talked about researching companies, and Lynch said, look at 10 companies. Eight are probably fairly priced, one is way overpriced, and maybe one is attractive. The goal is to look at as many companies as possible to find that one attractive company. The person who turns over the most rocks wins. About predictions, he says, they're useless. I have no idea what's going to happen to interest rates or inflation or whether the market's going to go up and down. And basically, if you're tying your portfolio to predicting how the market is going to go or what the economy is going to do, how can anybody manage into that approach? When to buy. Lynch says when things go from crappy to semi-crappy, and he points out that's a technical term, that's when you buy. Don't buy crappy. Cheap stocks suck, he says. But once things begin to improve, that's when you can buy it. About market timing, he says, over the last 40 years, average returns were 11% per year. But if you missed just 30 months in the market, that 11% return becomes just 3%. 30 months out of 40 years, and you go from 11% a year to 3% a year. He notes when the market went down, the Magellan Fund went down also. It's just that simple. On his grandson trading today's meme stocks, hey, GameStop and Robinhood trading are total gambling, Lynch says. You need to see a psychiatrist if you do that, unquote. I think Lynch makes a great case for tapping out at the top of your game and not milking every last cent by overstaying your welcome. Not many people in life get to do this. When Michael Jordan stepped down from the Bulls in 1998, when Seinfeld retired his show before it came tiresome, and Lynch's retirement as a fund manager are three examples I can think of. When it comes to pure stock selection and portfolio management, it's hard to find a better candidate for GOAT. Lynch is the greatest stock picker of all time. For more from me, check out The Big Picture at Ritholtz.com. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is brought to you by Ritholtz Wealth Management. Clients of Ritholtz Wealth Management may maintain positions in the securities mentioned on this podcast. If you're new to investing, check out liftoffinvest.com to get started with us today. Sorry.